0: podcast of Dan Roshke pastor of Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Fairfax, Virginia. For more information about Bethlehem, visit our website at blclife.org. But now, here's Pastor Dan and his sermon for today. Friends, grace to you and peace this day from Jesus the Christ who casts out demons and tells us to go back and tell everyone about it (laughs) amen amen it's a question i'm going to do something a little different today and just kind of tell you the story of the gospel text today Uh, we are back in our lectionary calendar back to the gospel of luke Some of you might have noticed this, but over the last many weeks of Easter, seven weeks of Easter, and then we had Pentecost Sunday two weeks ago, and then last Sunday was Holy Trinity Sunday, we have not been in the gospel that is this year, this year C, which is Luke. We've been in John mostly. So we're back to Luke, and we just dive right into the middle of it today, chapter 8 of Luke, and we have this story of Jesus crossing the Sea of Galilee. To the land of the Garrisones. So, the significance of that is that Jesus goes across to a different place, a foreign place, a place where the people do not practice or believe as Jesus' people, that is, the Jewish people of that area of Galilee, believed. And one of the key indicators that this place is different is that they've got pigs, herds of pigs. Pigs were an unclean animal. We have different perspectives on pigs in our time and place, don't we? Pigs are cute, or they taste good. (laughs) Either way, uh, Jesus' community was not messing with pigs in any way. They were unclean animals. Okay, so that's a clue that this is a different place. Just one clue. There's a significant scene where Jesus steps out of the boat. He crosses the sea, and he puts his foot out into the 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 water just the edge of the sea and almost immediately as soon as his his foot maybe makes that splash he's just about to step onto the land he's approached by a man who is possessed not by a demon but by many demons have you ever been possessed by a demon I wonder if some of us might say, no, of course not. No, that's, that's really strange to me. But on the other hand, have you ever had lots of voices in your head? This is Father's Day today. How many of us have the voices or the voice of our Father in our head? My dad would tell me this. My dad would say this. And sometimes those are good voices and loving voices. Other times, let's be honest... They might not be so loving and good. A lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of burden. That's just one voice. Other voices from society, from culture, what the world, what you should be doing. Should, 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 should. (laughs) So many voices. I think we can many times relate to this, uh, what's called the demoniac. This man who is possessed by many voices, many demons. So much so that this man in the story doesn't even live with his community. He is separated and he is unclean. It says he didn't even uh, live at home. He lived in a cemetery. He lived in the tombs. That is an indication that he is, I mean, already this land is foreign, which is for for, for for the people who would have heard these stories first, just the fact Jesus crossed over to the land of the Gerasenes, where the pigs are, the pig's land, Uh, Was an indicator. Now, this man is the dirtiest of the dirty, you know, living and sleeping in the caves, possessed by demons. And he approaches Jesus. And Jesus casts out the demons. He casts the demons into the pigs. And the pigs then go running into uh, the sea and drown. It's very odd. But what you have to understand is that this is a complete conquering of evil, a complete drowning of sin. This image, as gruesome, and I, we tend to sort of feel for the pigs in this story, or for the farmers, But all of that was, uh, you just have to understand and sort of accept in that time, there was all kinds of corruption with that. So when they go into the water, that is Jesus drowning sin and evil. Gone are all those voices that can oppress. Gone is all that brokenness, all that separation. Gone is all that pain in this man's life and in your life too. That's why we read this story today, because Jesus drowns it all. And we don't need to feel sad (laughs) about evil being drowned. We don't need to feel sad about racism being drowned. We don't need to feel sad about sexism and hatred and homophobia and all the phobias being drowned. Down into the water, gone, healed. It's a powerful story. But it's not the end of the story. Then the man goes back to his community. I didn't even mention that he had been um, naked. <laughs> Now he's clothed, and it says he's in his right mind. He goes back to his community. And everybody says, Who is this guy? They didn't even recognize him. And then someone did. Whoa, wait a second. That's the crazy guy that used to live out in the tombs, in the cemetery. And now he's just sort of talking to us like he's one of us. And they were scared. Another interesting part of the story. You would think they would have celebrated that one of their own was now healed and better, but it's like you love you love the demon you know, <laughs> not the freedom that's before you. How is this? They got scared, and often um, fear is expressed in the form of anger. It's true, right? When people are angry, often under their anger is fear. Well, so they told Jesus to leave. That was their response. This man gets healed. He has a demon cast out of him. And they tell him to go away. So Jesus does. He has power over demons. He can cast out demons. He can cure the sick. But he cannot or chooses not to change these people. That miracle never happened. And they remain fearful and angry. They send Jesus away. And this former demoniac comes over to Jesus as he's now stepping into the boat. (laughs) Remember he stepped out of the boat and made that little splash in the water? Now he's climbing back in, and it's like the man tried to hop in the boat with him. Jesus says, what are you doing? He said, I'm coming with you. These people... (laughs) They're, they're, they're afraid. They, I, I want to go with you. You healed me. I want to stay with you, Lord. Interesting thing. Jesus is always inviting people to follow him, isn't he? But here he says, go back home and tell everyone what God has done for you. <laughs> this is our text. Wait, what? I'm supposed to... I thought you wanted me to... (laughs) This guy's been through a lot today, hasn't he? What a day for him. (laughs) He's had demons cast out of him. Now he's clothed and in his right mind. So he's going to come with Jesus, and Jesus says, No, no. Go back and tell everyone what God has done for you. We are called sometimes to go to new and different places, and sometimes we are called to simply stay where we are and live in a way that shows everyone what God has done for all of us. Yesterday was the Poor People's Campaign Rally. So a lot of speakers come to the microphone. But my favorite was Dr. Cornell West, who got up, and I can't tell you everything he said. I did post it on Facebook, so you can watch there, his words. But what he called us all to was a love that overflows, that spills out over. It was unabashed love that faces down evil that drowns evil and there's so much evil dr west and everyone yesterday was not afraid to name the evils of this world especially in the poor people's campaign as we look at poverty in our nation there is no shortage of resources in our nation but there is a shortage of compassion Care for everyone. And Dr. West just talked about love spilling out over. He talked about a people, black people, who have endured so much injustice and pain and suffering. And I'm barely scratching the surface. I can't even describe. And yet, out of this people. Come so much love outpouring that it's going to spill out over this whole world. I mean, that's what Jesus is calling this man to go back and share in the story. And that's what Jesus is calling us to do as well on this Juneteenth Father's Day. I love that this is Juneteenth and Father's Day today. This is an opportunity To pour out love. All of us, black, white, brown, all of us are called. We have been healed by Jesus. And the calling this time isn't, hey, hop on the boat and let's go to a different place. No, the calling this time is to go back home. Go back into our lives and let this love of God pour out from us. May people see us all this day, this afternoon, and into this week, and through this whole summer, and into the new school year that's that's before us. May people see us all and see God through us. <laughs> Jesus doesn't need to stay, Jesus got other places to go on, so we'll be the only Jesus that people see. How about that? This healing that God has, this drowning that takes place through the death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus, it takes place in us so that we can go and speak out against injustice, telling everyone what God has done, how God's love is for everyone, How resurrection is real, not just something we read about, but we all are able to rise up, become clothed, and in our right mind. You know, the clothing metaphor is about baptism for us as Christians. When we hear clothed, once we were not clothed, but now we are clothed in the waters of baptism. That is, we have identity and promise, and mercy, and love poured out over us. And so we go and we share that with everyone. We go back home to be the people that God has called us to be. This is a good day, this Father's Day, this Juneteenth day, because Jesus has sent us back and told us, go and tell everyone what God has done for you. Let's go, let's rise up, let's march, let's rally, let's sing, let's pray, and let us be the beloved community that Jesus has made us and called this whole world to be in his name. Amen. On behalf of all of us at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, thank you for listening. Check us out again soon, and to learn more about our national church body, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, visit elca.org. Goodbye for now, and remember, God's outpouring of grace and peace never runs dry. Here's to a new day. The ev- ev- Evangelical. That was terrible. To learn more about our national church body. Start over, the- start over. <laughs> okay. Is that hard? No, not really. Pretty easy? Yeah. you good at it.